Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, Washington, D.C. What up, what up, what up? It's Awad here with you on a Saturday morning. The son of the junks is back. And we are talking about an undefeated football team, the Washington Commander. Shortened version of Awad Radio here today. On 106.7 The Fans, simulcast on the Team 980 in Washington, D.C., and always available on the go with the free Odyssey app. Download it today for free, and you can just search AWOD Radio 106.7 The Fan to find this show. So, the Josh Harris era has started undefeated. You got the three preseason wins. Oh, that didn't mean anything, yeah? Well, it showed you that the fans were excited again. And now the two... Regular season, come from behind victories, and excitement levels in this town right now are sky high. Sky high. The game against the Bills is sold out. I've taken more calls this week than most of last season. Phone lines are open today. 1-800-636-1067. Like I mentioned, shortened version of AWOD Radio. I'm passing it off to Bill Roth, play-by-play voice of the Virginia Tech Hokies for their game against Marshall. But right now, phone lines are open. one 800 636 1067. I wanted to start the show by talking about the quarterback, my QB1, slinging Sammy Howell. And if you saw on social media, I'm a little bit jealous. All my boys at 1067 The Fan, the Junkies, Valdez, B. Mitch and Finley, Ryan Clary, they're all taking pictures and hanging out with Sam Howell yesterday at the Nats game. I love what I've seen from Sam Howell in two games. Love what I've seen from him. And if you include last year against the Cowboys, what have you liked what you've seen from your QB1 through two weeks? 1-800-636-1067. This season, I'm doing film review. I'm breaking down each play every week on my show, AWOD's Film Review. And through two weeks, here's what I noticed, all right? I love what I've seen from Sam Howell, and I keep telling people, to me, he looks like a rookie. You know, there's going to be highs, there's going to be lows. It's a roller coaster, it's up and down. He makes some really great throws. He makes some mistakes. He looks like a rookie. But to me, he looks like a rookie that was taken number one overall. I mean, this guy looks so much better than Bryce Young. Looks better than C.J. Stroud. He's got the arm strength. He's got the accuracy. And you know what? He's got the mobility to not just be a pocket passer. I said all offseason, we were going to be shocked with how much he's using his legs. I don't think he's using it as much as I kind of thought he was going to, but when he's had to scramble, he's made plays. 
including a third down run, including another play where he scrambled up the middle that did get called back because the offensive line was holding, but it still shows you his mobility. And right now he's working with one of the best offensive minds in football. I am so pleasantly surprised by the play calling of Eric Bieniemy. It's refreshing to see that kind of creativity. And Washington has a serious chance now to build something with Howell while he's on a rookie deal and the weapons that are locked into contracts and the enemy schemes. I think Washington has a chance to surprise a lot of people with the amount of wins that they could rack up this season and next season. But win or lose on Sunday, I'm confident in Sam Howell's ability to move the ball down the field. All right. I don't think we've really seen him take much of a deep shot. But what we've seen is this man can bullet a 20 or a 30 yard pass. He really can. So we haven't needed to really air it out, the 60-yard pass. We're hitting these 18-yard comebacks with ease. We're hitting them in stride. You know, he's hitting everything between the hashes, everything underneath. The accuracy has been super impressive. There are a few interceptable balls for my film review. I've seen an average of three a game. But you know what? That's compared to like four or five from Heineke last year. And then every game, one or two of them was getting picked off. Sam Howell just did a whole game with no turnovers. That's impressive for a rookie, which is basically what he is this season. The Commanders, I believe, have their man. What do you think? Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. I want to go through the top themes from my film review. And number one, anytime Washington has a second and short opportunity, and watch this tomorrow against the Buffalo Bills, when Washington has second and short, and I consider second and short, second and four or five, you know, one, two, three, four, five, basically, okay? The enemy gets creative. That's when you're seeing the screen passes. That's when you're seeing the jet sweep to Curtis Samuel. That's when you're seeing some of these play action rollouts and stuff. The offense is super creative on second and short, and they were moving all game long against the Denver Broncos. Even in the first quarter when they went down the field and missed a field goal and then went down the field and made a field goal, they still didn't face many third downs. The offense was cooking, and Sam Howell is slowly gaining a lot of confidence. What did Sam do really well was hitting guys on time, all right? Hitting, like I said, these comeback routes, hitting McLaurin on the post at the perfect time, hitting a guy across the middle, uh, hitting the screens, setting up the screens really well, and then just getting every little pass to be accurate where – you think that should be easy, but I've seen great quarterbacks around the league. Dak Prescott misses dump off to the quarter uh, to the running back all the time. Kirk Cousins overthrows his tight end. You know, people that are good quarterbacks miss some of these easy, easy throws. Well, Sam is hitting them right now. One of the things that he needs to improve on, though, is I feel like his eyes are looking downfield too often, and he's had the dump off open. All right, and that is one thing that was really noticeable on the review is that there were a few times where he took a sack because his eyes are downfield, and I noticed, oh, Logan Thomas was wide open underneath. Antonio Gibson was wide open for five yards on a checkdown. And so that's what he's going to need to do moving forward. Uh, but the enemy's play calling, the creativity is so evident. It, it really is. When you watch the full game, and I watch the full game, and then I watch the All-22 in review, I'm watching like six hours of football. I still didn't know what play was being called. That's the kind of creativity that Eric Bieniemy has, right? There's so much pre-snap motion. Every single snap, it seems like somebody's going in motion. For example, there was one play where Dotson was the main receiver, all right? Before the snap, he sends him in motion to the left. Sam Howell sends him back to the right, so he's at the exact same spot he was before the snap, but it gives you the ability to have the quarterback see the matchup, all right? And then Dotson runs his route, and Howell hits him 
perfectly in stride. And so it's the pre-snap motion that, the, and the little differences from plays every single week. There was one play where week one, they sent Deami Brown in motion and then sent him deep. And he burnt his man and Hal had an opportunity to go deep. He missed that shot. Week two, they did the exact same play, mirrored it to the other side. Instead of going deep, Deami Brown ran a comeback route. Hal hit him for about six yards. He has looked so sharp. And then you got Brian Robinson Jr. This guy has looked unbelievable. In the film, you're really seeing he is starting to see holes. And he is not going down easily. It takes four or five or six guys to bring him down. And then the number one thing I noticed, though, everyone's talking about it. It's the hot topic here, DC Sports Radio, and that is screen pass radio. Seven screen passes work to perfection for the commanders against the Denver Broncos. All different, too. Hit a wide receiver screen. We hit a tight end screen. A running back screen to Gibson, a running back screen to Robinson, and then a misdirection screen as well that went for 30 yards. I mean, the offense was cooking. So many different big plays, these chunk plays, the explosive plays, and they were cruising down the field, and the team put up 35 points. And so Buffalo's a different story on Sunday, and if they're going to have a chance to win that game, I think they're going to have to put up 30 points. Still to come on the show today, AWOD's keys to victory. How can the Commanders get a win over the Buffalo Bills and move to 3-0 for the first time since 2005? Plus, I went behind enemy lines this week, or should I say I went behind be enemy lines and spoke with Sneaky Joe Sports, Joe DiBiase from Buffalo to find out the Bills' perspective. And I'll give you guys a quick one right here, what he said. The matchup to watch out for on Sunday is going to be the Buffalo Bills' second cornerback against Jahan Dotson. He thinks that guy's going to struggle, and Dotson could be open all game long. That is something to keep an eye on tomorrow as the Commanders are at home, sold out FedEx Field with a chance to go to 3-0 and and stay atop of the NFC East. Phone lines are open throughout the show. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to AWOD Radio. Here on DC Sports Radio, 106.7 The fans simulcast on the Team 980, and always available around the country. Happy Saturday, everybody. Time to start your Saturday morning off, right? Getting up and at them. Just after 9.15 here on a Saturday, September 23rd. Through two games of the NFL season, Sam Howell's completed nine of Washington's ten screen pass attempts. Good for a league high 103 yards. According to Pro Football Focus, Sam Howell was perfect seven for seven on those plays in Denver, connecting on big gains of 31 yards, 21 yards, and 21 yards. From Matthew Paris to the Washington Times, he says, Howell's 10.3 yards per attempt on screens ranks fourth in the NFL. The reason it works, details, details, and oh yeah, a little bit more of details. Sam Howell said to reporters, quote, We put so much time into it throughout the spring, OTAs in training camp, and then in preseason, we put a lot of time into our screen game. There's a big emphasis on that, and when we talk about it, when we install those screens, it's very detailed. And when you're talking about a football team that strength is definitely not their offensive line, I, I love that their strength is now throwing screen passes because it hinders the other team's ability to pass rush and get after our young quarterback. If you want to chime in, phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. Call AWOD, 1-800-636-1067. What have you liked what you've seen from your young QB1 slinging Sammy Howell. Let's go to the MGM National Harbor listener lines. We've got Andre and Manassas. Andre, you're on the fan. Yeah, it's funny. I'm torn because I like everything I see about Sam Howell. I really do. Then you start wondering, you know, how how in the world did he drop down to a fifth-round pick? And um, just want to make sure, you know, I would like to see the enemy get his credits due because apparently if Sam Howell is doing all this stuff now, you know, it must be – I guess a combination of the enemy and just people yeah. just dropping and the ball. Let in me, terms let of me being... answer one of your questions real quick here, because I saw this online uh, from a, I forget who the source was, but it was a good NFL source and they made some good points here. The reason Sam Howell dropped to the fifth round is because they said he was the descending quarterback who's six foot because he was great his sophomore year and not as good as junior year. Whereas some quarterbacks were taking a step up. He took a step back. That's why he dropped to the fifth round. But I, I like I like I said it the first in the first segment. I think he's playing like a first round draft pick. I mean, he, he had a, an off year. I mean, for me, when I watch football, you know, don't get me wrong, I, I realize potential is not everything. But sometimes sitting on the couch, you can see stuff. I mean, I mean, I was always excited about Sam from the Dallas game, but that preseason game when he converted that third and seventeen, that's all I needed to see because I had never seen anything like that before um, with the with the Commanders. Now, one quick question. I want to talk to you about Nick Gates. Nick Gates has a click, a tell, where he kind of like switches his head to the left before he snaps yeah. the ball. Now, obviously, he's been in the league for quite some time, so I don't think it's a problem. But this past game against Denver, he got called for a false start. And I'm, I looked at it several times. He didn't do anything that he wasn't doing. And I'm curious as to what do you think? I mean, I know it's a very, very minor, minute detail. Probably no one's ever noticed or talked about. But I was just curious, what do you think about that? Because... You know, it, it could possibly come up in a very inappropriate time. You know, he does what he does, and he's been doing it. And then all of a sudden, he gets a flag where, you know, it wasn't a flag any other time like this. What happened last yeah. week? Yeah, good call, man. I appreciate you chiming in. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. I noticed it as well. He, he, it's like a, a quick twitch to the left and to the right, looking down the line. 
Uh, he does the exact same thing every single snap. I didn't notice a difference on the play where he was called for a false start, too. Uh, so I don't know if that was just, you know, maybe it was a big part in the game and the refs were taking uh, close atten- paying close attention to it. But it is a weird snap, you know, routine. But I'll, I'll tell you this. The guy's been a monster on screen passes. He, he's been a monster on long runs downfield, going after people. That's the kind of juice that we need on the offensive line. And so I'll take a false start once a game uh, if he's going to be a monster like he has been. And Sam Howell was 27 for 39, 299 yards, two touchdowns in the 35-33 comeback victory, in which, like I said, he took four sacks. And after watching the film, I'm not putting all four of those sacks on the offensive line. I'm probably putting two of them on Sam Howell. And like I said, the one thing I've noticed that hasn't been great is he likes to look downfield and look, 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 and he's staring downfield, and he's missing guys open underneath. Uh, but what's nice is Eric Bieniemy understands that his young quarterback is looking downfield, and so he's calling plays that are forcing him to go short with the screen passes, uh, with, with the kind of creative plays that he's calling right now. And I love this quote that I found online from William Bradley King, because let me just tell you this. I have been saying for years, I want an offensive coordinator – that plays Madden, all right? And I get it. It's a video game. It's not as realistic as the real thing, right? But I play Madden. And when I play Madden, I feel like you see things a little differently when you're calling plays on offense and the defensive side of the ball. So listen to this from William Bradley King. He says, it's all about the timing. It's all about the game flow. CEB, speaking of Coach Eric Bieniemy, he plays Madden. You can tell. He knows when it's second and long, and the pass rush is going to come in a little bit. So that's when you set him up with the screen. It's chess, not checkers at this point with Coach Eric Bieniemy And Sam Howe connected with a bullet pass to Terry McLaurin for 10 yards up the middle. And I, I feel like anytime I'm watching Sam Howe, he can hit these passes between the hashes with ease. He looks like Andrew Luck or something throwing laser beams up the middle. All right? And that's his best throw. It's up the middle for anything between 10 and 30 yards, right? And he can he can put a little bit of loft on it if he needs to, like the pass to Terry McLaurin in the end zone. But most of these, I mean, they're just straight rockets right out of his arm into the, the chest of the receiver, and it's just so nice to watch. It is refreshing to watch a quarterback make unbelievable throws like that. How about the throw he made last week? on a big third down where he stepped up in the pocket and fired down the sidelines to Jack Bates. This was such an impressive throw that when I was doing my film review, I had to pause it, bring out my calculator, and do a little Pythagorean theory, A squared plus B squared equals C squared, because Sam Howell threw that pass, and he only gets credited for it being like a 36-yard pass. It was nearly 50 yards in the air because he threw it to the sideline, through the opposite sideline, and he threw it on a rope. And, and like I'm saying, these passes are so impressive because they're not lollipops at all. Not at all. They are just straight bullet passes, and it is something we haven't seen here in Washington since at least Kirk Cousins uh, was at the helm. And Washington's offense is playing better than they have since the year 2017. And you got to give a lot of that credit to Sam Howell and even more credit, I believe, to Coach Eric Bieniemy. One guy who we haven't gotten too much so far today, and if we're giving a lot of credit uh, to Commanders players here after that comeback victory, it's Brian Robinson Jr., who had 18 carries for 87 yards, 
But the most impressive run on the game was the 27-yard run in which he broke three tackles, somehow spun around, stayed on his feet, and like uh, hung onto an offensive lineman to get his balance again, and then pushed forward. On that play, he looked to me like Clinton Portis. And I don't know if maybe it's because he was playing against the Broncos and he was rushing and, and grabbing the back of an offensive lineman's jersey like Clinton Portis used to do uh, with Chris Samuel, right? But he looked like Clinton Portis. And he is such a, you know, put your head down and run forward type running back that is it is fun to watch. And I think the the more the offensive line is able to create holes, the more you're going to see Robinson have some of these chunk plays on the ground where he picks up 27 yards because he's so tough to tackle. I think his vision is improving every single week. And, and look, this is a guy that's bulletproof. He was not 100% at all last season, and I think we're seeing the Brian Robinson Jr. that Washington scouted out of Alabama and the guy, Brian Robinson Jr. that took the starting job away from Antonio Gibson last year. We're starting to see him this season for the Commanders. And, and I love how they're throwing to him, too. Two catches for 42 yards. I mean, averaging 21 yards a catch for your running back, that, that's the kind of creativity that you get with Eric Bieniemy here. Looking at the box score from last uh, last week, you had so many different guys make catches. Ten different guys made grabs. Ten different guys. They're spraying it around the field. You don't know who to guard. And and I think that is credit to Eric Bieniemy, but also it's credit to the weapons that Washington has. Like I'm saying, with two of these sacks that Sam Howell took, there were guys open. You simply cannot defend Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, oh, and Cole Turner, and Deami Brown, and Antonio Gibson out of the backfield. Every play, somebody's open. It's up to Sam Howell to go through his progressions and to hit these receivers. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio, 106.7 The Fans, simulcast on the Team 980, and always available around the country on the Odyssey app. Shortened version of AWOD Radio. I'm usually live and local here till 12 noon, but we're passing it off to the Virginia Tech Hokies for their football game against Marshall. Pre-game show starts at 10 a.m. When I come back, I'll be joined by Chris Russell, the rooster from the Team 980, next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. What's going on, Washington, D.C.? How are we doing here on a Saturday morning? Hope you're doing good. Got a cup of coffee, had myself a glass of orange juice, always feel juiced and energetic after I have that, and got a lot still to get to here in a short amount of time. I'll be passing it off to Bill Roth for Virginia Tech Hokies pregame show. They face off against Marshall at 12 noon, pregame coverage at 10, and I'll still give you guys my keys to victory for the Commanders. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067, but joining us right now on the BetQL guest hotline, as I need to let all the listeners know that BetQL is the best place to check when it comes to sports betting. Sports betting has come to Maryland, and you should not place that first bet without checking with BetQL because BetQL analyzes every single game to find you the most profitable opportunities. You can get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. It's Chris Russell, the rooster, with us here on the BetQL guest hotline. What's going on? What's up, Awad? How are you, pal? I'm doing great. So I wanted to have you on the show because, you know, I'm a huge fan <laughs> of everything that you do, and I listen to your show, and I, I turn I it on from do. time to time, and I check out the podcast, and on my show, I was giving you and Linnell some credit, all right? I was smack-talking your show because I thought <laughs> you didn't understand what 2-0 radio is so, supposed to sound like. So I wanted to address it with you personally. Okay. <laughs> all right. I thought it was great content. All right, you and Linnell arguing for 45 minutes straight, screaming at each other. But to me, it sounded like 0-2 radio. Why do you think the fans should have to choose between Eric Bieniemy and Sam Howell? I want to love both of them equally. All right, so, so it's a great point, obviously, overall on your end. And, <laughs> it, it, okay, I, I, don't, I, I don't think it sounded like 0-2 radio. It sounded like, hey, we've got these two really valuable pieces and now we can discuss in context, in deep layer detail, who is more crucial to their success moving forward. And maybe you could say, well, well, that's an unnecessary argument. Both are. Maybe you could say that's a hypothetical argument. You're right. It's what we do on Sports Talk Radio. I mean, like, what are we going to do? Break down uh, the, uh, the, you know, the, the, the sixth linebacker on the Buffalo Bills? and try and get into uh, the analytics on, you know, what happens if he has to play three snaps and, and whether the EPA is going to jump from 0.28 to 0.29 on some of these stupid, dumb bar graphs that uh, all these number nerds put out. No, that's not football either. So I chose, we chose to say, hey, wait a second, Eric Bieniemy is getting a lot of credit, rightfully so, uh, um, uh, Sam Howell is the starting quarterback, and rightfully so. He's earned it, and he's played well week two in Denver. So let's talk about moving forward, which one has to be better. And that's all it was. Maybe it was a dumb argument, but, eh, you know, like we do a lot of dumb arguments on Sports Talk Radio. Yeah, but you guys, you weren't just talking about it. You guys were having a heated discussion, screaming at each other. Here's what I didn't like. I didn't like Linnell saying, that Chris Russell's taking crazy pills. I didn't like Linnell saying you're taking crazy pills. You know why? 
because I actually agree with you. As, as great as Eric Bieniemy is, and he's so creative, and he's changed the culture, and I do think, like Linnell said, he's made an impact defensively because of the right. attention to details. But Sam Howe's the one that's going out there and slinging it around the field. Eric right. Bieniemy's not making that impact if it's Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. It's Sam right. Howell is the answer. And, and, and that was my overall arching point is that when, when you come back to, and, and this is why it evolved into a Kyle Shanahan thing, right, and, and a scheme thing, is because not every quarterback, no matter how good the scheme is, no matter how good the play caller is, no matter how good the design is, no matter how good the coordinator is, not every quarterback is going to be able to have the same results. We just know that, right? And I, that's why I gave all of those examples, and I think that's why it evolved into the passionate discussion that it did. And maybe it was too loud. Maybe it was too whatever. But that's just the point, is that if Jake Fromm is there, you know, Jake from State Farm, if he's there, even if Jacoby Prissett is there, there is going to be a difference. And that's why it ultimately depends on the talent on the field. And, and you can have the same scheme, the same play caller, the same design, the same weapons around, but if you don't have a better guy elevating that offense, again, Brock Purdy in San Francisco, better than Trey Lance, better than, we presume, Sam Darnold. Here, Sam Howell, better than, we, we think, better than uh, Jacoby Brissett. We know better than Jake Fromm. It's all there is to it. You have to have both, yes, but the quarterback on the field has to elevate the play. And that's my point, is that Sam Howell is going to not only elevate Eric Bieniemy and this offense, he's also going to elevate his weapons, if you think about it, right? I mean, he got Terry McLaurin that pass in the end zone last week. He doesn't throw it behind him, Awad. He throws it out in front of him so that Terry just runs full speed, yes, into a tight hole, but Terry doesn't have to go back for it or twist his body back around for it. Or, you know, Sam puts it where it needs to be, on the run, in space, bam, touchdown. Chris Russell with us here on the BetQL Guest Hotline. Let's get to the game tomorrow against the Buffalo Bills from home. FedEx Field sold out. I, I love how they're doing this welcome home season. 175 former Skins players in the building. Chris, I would not be shocked if Washington won this game because I think our defense is better than the Jets. Our offense is better than them, too. I know a lot of things had to go their way, but I'm looking back at that game and saying, yeah, I give Washington a shot. I wouldn't be shocked if we won. Oh, I wouldn't be shocked if, if the commanders were able to pull off the win. A, because I don't think Buffalo on either side of the football is as as good as they've been, Awad, over the last couple of years, right? I mean, Josh Allen, we know, has had way more turnovers since Brian Dable left. Now, again, going back to our conversations just a second ago, that's not just because Brian Dable left. That's because Josh Allen has become more reckless, maybe more aggressive, and that leads to turnovers, right, and more sloppy sometimes. Um, but the one thing that I would say is Buffalo's defense, I don't think, is as ferocious as it has been under Leslie Frazier at times, yeah. and he's no longer their coordinator. I mean, obviously, they're without Von Miller, right? But they also don't have Tremaine Edmonds, their outstanding middle linebacker who they had you know, out of Virginia Tech. You mentioned Virginia Tech football coming up. He's off in Chicago. We'll see him in two weeks or a week and a half now, I guess it is, right? So they don't have him. And they're 
I think they have a weak spot at one of their corners, uh, you know, obvious, uh, opposite of Tredavious White. I forget the kid's name that, that Washington can pick on. And right. then you look at their, you know, you, you look overall, right? And, and sure, Stefan Diggs, I don't know if their depth at receivers is good. And I know they have two good tight ends, but I think, I think Washington with their nickel package or with their, with their sub package, with their uh, Buffalo nickel package, should be able to keep Dalton Kincaid uh, and um, uh, uh, the Knox. other side end. Yeah, Dalton, uh, Dawson Knox, right, uh, relatively under control. I'd be surprised if they get uh, browbeat by those guys. Yeah, well, I, I actually spoke with uh, Joe DiBiase, Sneaky Joe from Buffalo's uh, pregame oh, radio Joe. network. Yeah, sure. and, and he said – Kincaid is going to be a focal point of the offense this week. Yeah. How do you think Buffalo's offensive line will be able to slow down this red-hot pass rush of Washington? Well, that's you know that to me is the the one question because I know by the metrics, uh, you know the ESPN pass rush win rate they rank rank out pretty well, and Deion Dawkins is a good left tackle, and I don't know if Chase Young is going to have the same impact in this game that maybe he had last game going against Garrett Bowles a lot of the time. You know, I, I'll, I'll go with a – it's probably hard to ask him to have that same impact, right? But can he have some impact? And can Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen, and Deron Payne, who was banged up all week but was full go yesterday, can they have – can they take over the game against a much better talented A lead wide receiver and, of course, a much more talented quarterback? No offense to Russell Wilson. Josh Allen is way more talented at this point than Russell Wilson. It's a matter of can you get Josh Allen to not – execute right can you keep him pinned in can you not let him break down coverage by rolling away from pressure and getting away and running away from pressure even if he doesn't make plays happen in terms of rushing yards with his legs that's going to be the key and also here this a one you know i talked about this yesterday i've talked about this forever you know please show up at 102 you know don't have one of the two units one of the two main units show up at two o'clock Please show up together at 102. That's when the game starts. Please don't have me go through a quarter and a half where you're sleepwalking and in a trance, and then you have to make a 21-point comeback. Don't do that against Buffalo, or don't do that against Philadelphia. And by God, please, Cameron Cheeseman, snap the ball correctly, and Joey Sly, here's the deal, pal. Don't kick the ball. I don't care how bad the snaps are. Don't kick the ball to Harvard of Grace, Maryland, Please kick the ball in Landover, like somewhat near the field goal post, because your two kicks last week, even though one was a bad snap, they were absolutely awful. I know. I, I don't like the way he kicks it to the right and it kind of hooks back to the left because both the kicks just went wide right. Yeah. Uh, seven screens for 100 yards in week two. How many screen passes does Chris Russell predict tomorrow? Um, I'm going to go I, – I, I'm going to go – Four or five. Uh, I'll go five, and and, and and we're not talking natural running back screens, right? We're talking all kinds of screens, uh, right? We're talking all kinds of screens, yeah. Yeah. So I would probably go I, – I, well, if we're talking about all kinds of screens, tight ends, wide receivers, uh, you know, especially without Logan Thomas to run those drag routes, I'd probably go – I'll say six. Um, yeah. I think the natural running back screens – of which they ran three times, and they averaged 25.3 per play. Two, one to Gibson, two to Brian Robinson, all on second down, all in the midfield area. 
Uh, if you kind of like, you know, I mean, you know, football, I know football, Dan Orlovsky brought, brought it, broke it down. You know, normally teams screen as checkdowns on third down, right? Cause they want to get some kind of pot. Eric Bieniemy all three times, Awad on second down and in the midfield area within five yards or so of the 50 yard line. So that's something interesting. That's a tendency breaker. I want to see what he does now game two after having that success. Uh, so much so against Denver last week, against Buffalo this week. Yep, it's something I noticed as well. Second and short, Biennemi gets creative. Chris, great stuff, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, pal. Appreciate you. Yep, you're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. My keys to victory coming up next. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to AWOD Radio here on a Saturday morning in the nation's capital. We're live on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan, simulcast on the Team 980, and always available around the country on the Odyssey app. If you miss any of the show, you can get on the app, pause the show, rewind back to 9 a.m., pick up right where you left off if you need to run some errands. You can also check out the podcast, searching Overtime 106.7 The Fan. Check out AWOD Radio. So I did want to say this. Because last week I was hating on Chase Young. We do not win that game last week without Chase Young's impact against the Denver Broncos. Chase Young was vital to that win. I wanted to say that now. Let's get to my keys to victory. Start with this headline from the Washington Post earlier this week. The commander's offense isn't just functional. It's explosive. So refreshing to see a headline like that. Because finally the commander's Offense is good again for the first time since Jay Gruden was the coach. Here's what Sam Fortier had to say. He uses a quote from Sam Howell saying, quote, when you can get these big chunk plays, it kind of gives the offense more momentum, more energy. You kind of get the defense on their heels. Every good offense, they always have a lot of explosive plays. In fact, Sam Fortier points out that from 2017 to 2022, Washington had the fewest explosive plays in the NFL the offense never boomed on more than 10% of its plays in a single season basically if the Kansas City Chiefs offense was a nuclear bomb Washington's was a 4th of July sparkler love that line from Sam Fortier and you can tell like when you're watching the commanders they are humming on offense they really are they're cruising downfield there and the best thing is they're only hurting themselves it's not like defenses are stopping them they're hurting themselves with fumbles, all right, and a couple penalties here and there. But when they don't have mistakes like that, they get down the field and they score seven points. All right, yes, we've been sacked a ton, and that is one thing that hasn't been great offensively. But I put that on the young quarterback for most of them 
rather than the offensive line. And, and like I said earlier, it's not like when Sam Howell takes a sack, it's not like the entire offensive line is getting burned. It's like, hey, Charles Leonard just got burnt. One individual got burnt. Or Sam Howell's holding on to it too long. What I haven't seen is what I saw a lot of last season and the year before that was coverage sacks. Right? I haven't seen Sam Howell take a coverage sack. They always talk about a coverage sack when you know guys are covered downfield and they're taking too long. We haven't had that because I believe we have too many weapons. When I was on, when I watched the film, I noticed Sam takes a sack. Antonio Gibson was wide open. Sam Sam takes a sack. Logan Thomas was wide open. You can't cover McLaurin, Dotson, Gibson, our tight ends, and the running back out of the backfield. Someone is going to get open. And Washington's offense ranks in the top third of the league in a ton of metrics, including points scored, expected points added, explosive plays. The offense hit 11 explosive plays at Denver, as Sam Howell uh, told reporters, quote, it's not, it's easy to not score points on long drives. It's easy to not score points on long drives. You have to be so perfect. You can't make any mistakes. Definitely, when you have those big explosive plays and chunk plays, it makes it easier. So Washington will be hosting the Buffalo Bills for a 1 o'clock game at FedEx Field. That is sold out. When I went behind the enemy lines, enemy lines, be enemy lines with Sneaky Joe from Buffalo, he said, Buffalo's second corner, Christian Benford, is a 2022 six-round pick. When they have him lined up against Jahan Dodson, that's a liability. Dotson could be a huge factor in who wins this game and Buffalo's ability to run the ball on offense because they want to get four and five yards on first down to set up Josh Allen to take deep shots on second down. So let's get to my commander's keys to victory. I said all week I'm talking myself into picking the commanders. I'm not changing my mind there. I think the Bills are beatable. In fact, I would argue Washington has a better defense than the Jets, and they already shocked everyone beating the Bills. So to me, this is a winnable game. The Commanders are 2-0, and here's how they get to 3-0. AWOD's keys to victory. I think we have to score 30 points for the game, right? I think anytime you want to take down an elite quarterback, you got to outscore them. Yes, the defense is going to have to make plays, but offensively, we got to score early. We got to score often. That's why key number one, it's not just to score 30 points for the game. The offense, like Chris Russell said, we can't start playing at 2 p.m. We got to start right at 101. The key number one is to have 10 points on the board by the end of the first quarter. You got to get right down the field and then not miss a field goal. And then get right down the field and get in the end zone. Anytime you get in the red zone, use that as an opportunity to put six points on the board. Key number one, have 10 points at the end of the first quarter. Key number two, how did the Jets defeat Josh Allen? They lived in the backfield. They lived in the backfield. Washington needs to take a page out of that playbook correctly. Force Josh Allen to play under dress all game long. Key number two, Washington's defensive line gets five sacks on Josh Allen. That's the second key to victory. Key number three, we've talked all week about this being a home game, a sold-out game at home. Well, we need to hear you guys. I'm not saying this place is going to be like the Cardinals game. All right, where it's 99% Washington fans. All right, that might not be the thing. But here's what I need to hear. I need this place to be rocking on TV. If the crowd can cause one false start from the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen, that's my third key to victory right there. The crowd needs to make a difference. We had a home field advantage week one. We had a home field advantage in preseason. Can we have a home field advantage in this sold-out FedEx field tomorrow? 
I got a I got the commands I got the commanders winning this game. Here is my final score prediction. This is going to be the best game of the week. Every every Thursday on my show in Richmond, I give out AWOD certified game of the week. Last week I thought it was going to be the Chiefs against the Jags. Great storylines from that game. Rematch of the AFC second round playoff uh game. Turns out it was a dud. The Washington against the Broncos was actually the game of the week. That's why AWOD certified game of the week for week three is Washington against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, two offenses that like to score. The place is going to be rocking. It's sold out. 175 former Skins players in the building. The The energy right now for the Commanders is awesome. I have so many people here in Richmond all right, where I can do my show Monday through Friday from 12 to 3 that are telling me that they're coming up for the game. I saw the place was rocking in Nats Park yesterday because the Commanders were just in the building. I've got Washington going to 3-0 for the first time since 2005 by beating the Buffalo Bills 33-30. 33-30, you heard it here first on AWOD Radio. appreciate everybody calling into the show today. Thanks to Chris Russell, the rooster, as a guest, and the producer, Chris, doing a great job, as always, behind the glass. We hand it off to the Virginia Tech football pregame show as they face off against Marshall. I'll see you guys next Saturday at 9 a.m. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.